0: This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 2 Peter.
1: Age doesn't automatically bring maturity. Knowledge does not automatically bring spiritual maturity. Giftedness, eloquence, those things do not automatically bring spiritual maturity. Now, the good news is that today the Word of God is more accessible to us than ever before. And if we'll just take the time to read the book and take it at face value, you know, if we'll be diligent with that, then we won't be nearly as susceptible to deception as our predecessors were.
0: Age and maturity do not necessarily go hand in hand. Pastor Robert points out today that it doesn't matter how old or how wise we are, we may not be spiritually mature. We may think we have seen it all and don't need to reference scripture or spend time seeking God, but that's when the enemy tends to strike. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
1: Going to be digging into Peter's second letter to the first century followers of Christ. We finished the first one. His first letter was written mostly to encourage and exhort, but the second letter is written primarily as a warning against false prophets. You know, even back then, when Peter was writing this, evil had already infiltrated the church. Men and women were already spreading lies and disinformation concerning the nature and character of, of Christ and his message. And just as he predicted, it hasn't gotten any better over the last 2,000 years. Today, more than ever before, there are men and women who have been deceived and are deceiving others. Some do it deliberately for personal gain. Others do it just because they themselves are spiritually immature and and lacking wisdom. And, And just a footnote, I want to comment on this. You know, spiritual immaturity often afflicts those who are extremely knowledgeable. I've met Too many men, particularly with PhDs in theology or, you know, Hebrew, Greek, who were spiritually immature. Spiritual maturity is not the same thing as giftedness. It's not the same thing as knowledge. It's not the same thing as, you know, eloquence. And if, if you don't believe me, just go and really study 1 Corinthians chapters 1, 2, and 3, and you'll see it because Paul commends... the, the Corinthian leadership in chapter one for their giftedness, their knowledge, their eloquence. He tells them they fall short in no spiritual gift. And then in chapter three, he tells them they're all babies and behaving like children. Spiritually, they're immature and need a spanking. You know, it's that kind of tone. And he's talking to the same people. So that's how we know that, you know, age doesn't automatically bring maturity knowledge does not automatically bring spiritual maturity giftedness eloquence those things do not automatically bring spiritual maturity now the good news is that today the word of god is more accessible to us than ever before and if we'll just take the time to read the book and take it at face value you know if we'll be diligent with that then we won't be nearly as susceptible to deception as our predecessors were second peter 1 1 Peter begins his letter, Simon Peter, a bondservant and apostle of Jesus Christ to those who have obtained like precious faith with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, note the way he words that, righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust now we're going to dig into this a little bit uh, over the next few minutes here peter opened this letter a little differently than the first one you know in the first one he just introduced himself as as uh, as peter this time he used the name his father had given him as well simon simon was his, the name his father gave him at, at birth peter was the name jesus had given him later you know it just means little little stone pebble little rock you know we've joked about our hitting you know the modern uh, equivalent might be rocky and I think Peter introduced himself this way because he recognized that even as the Spirit of God was at work within him, transforming him into a rock of faith and endurance, that the residue of his old man was still present. It's something that you and I are, are wise to consider. You know, there's not, not one single perfect person in this room, and yet there are many in this room right now in whom the Spirit of Almighty God dwells, Right? So we're, we're growing. We're changing. But the residue of the old sinful nature is still present. You know, spiritually, Peter was growing into a rock. But even toward the end of his life, he knew that his flesh was still weak. And thankfully, he didn't try to pretend otherwise. You know, a lot of preachers do that. A lot of pastors do that, right? Pretending that, you know, it's like I, I'm living out all of this and I'm getting it right and I'm no longer flawed. The old man is dead, and I'm walking in newness of life and so forth. But like I've said before, the only completely mature Christians are in heaven. The rest of us are still in process. We're hopefully growing and maturing to the degree that we walk closely with Jesus. But Peter also referred to himself in this letter as a bondservant and an apostle. Now, notice that he didn't refer to himself as The apostle or the chief apostle. He just says, you know, calls himself an apostle. And while we're on the subject of apostles, let me get on a soapbox for just a minute and give you Robert's personal opinion, okay? You heard me say that, right? You're not going to find this in the Bible. This is just Robert's personal opinion. But I believe it's based upon biblical principles. And here's where I'm going. Anytime somebody uses the title apostle, behind their own name you should be scared by that you should that should be a red flag that should be like did he just really did he just did she just call herself an apostle why why do I say that well because why why do you do that Why, why would someone why does someone need to do that you know call themselves an apostle the only reason for doing that is to put themselves forth To put themselves out there as having some sort of special dispensation of grace. Some sort of, you know, special anointing from God. They're drawing attention to themselves. Instead of just pointing to Jesus, you know, and putting all of the emphasis on Him. And giving, you know, truly, not just with their mouths, but with their lives and their conduct. You know, giving all the glory back to the Lord Jesus. They're drawing attention to themselves. When they start adding that title behind their name. And to me, it's quite honestly, I'm just not comfortable with it. You know, if you're looking to exalt yourself in the eyes of other people by calling yourself an apostle, well, I mean, an apostle just means somebody who's been sent. That's what the word literally means. One who has been sent. Like a delegate, like a representative, someone who's been sent out. But it conveys today in our modern culture an authority which I'm just not comfortable acknowledging in anyone in this day and age. Why not? Again, because applying it to oneself quite often is evidence of spiritual immaturity. It's evidence of spiritual immaturity. Drawing attention to yourself, puffing yourself up in in front of other people. And if they need to wear that title in order to impress people and draw attention to themselves, then I question whether or not they possess the character and maturity of one whom Jesus would send in that capacity. Well, but Peter and Paul used it. Yeah, they did, you know. As eyewitnesses of the Lord Jesus and authors of his written word, I think they received something from him that I'm not confident he has delegated to anybody else since that time. And if he has, they won't need to talk about it. We'll see it. We'll start reading about it in the newspaper. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because thousands will be healed, and there'll be, you know, confirmed situations where people were raised from the dead, and the authorities will be trying to put it, make it quiet, just like they did in Jesus' time, just like they did in Peter's day. They'll be trying to silence those people, you know, and and cover it up. Oh, that's that's not really happening. Listen, the position and responsibility that was given to these original apostles, it was just different somehow from the delegated authority that's assigned to representatives of the Lord Jesus today. Now, hear my heart with this. I'm not saying we should write them off or judge them. That's not what I'm saying. Not at all. What I'm saying is, it may very well be evidence of immaturity. It may very well be evidence of someone who is gifted and talented and they're growing in knowledge, but they're spiritually immature. you know immaturity can do a lot of damage? What I'm telling you is, be careful. His love is the main thing. His
0: love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The name of our broadcast is Our Heart's Desire, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word.
1: Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30 then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website.
0: At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of 2 Peter. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at mainthingradio.com. Or send us an email at questions at mainthingradio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of 2 Peter and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio.